Hello. Today we're going over Storyline 22, which is the covenant renewal and the restoration of Jerusalem. This can be found in the story that they're talking about is in Nehemiah chapters 8 through 9. And the key verse is Nehemiah 8.1, which says, They told Ezra, the teacher of the law, to bring out the book of the law of Moses. So the author writes, The Babylon Empire eventually conquered by the Persian Empire, and in 539 B.C., the Persian Emperor Cyrus declared himself the legitimate king of Babylon. During the first year of his reign, Cyrus, a progressive ruler, issued an edict of restoration. See Ezra 1, 2-4. This edict allowed the Jews to return to Jerusalem and provided funds from the royal Persian treasury to rebuild the temple. In response to this edict, three groups of Jews would return to Jerusalem. The book of Ezra recounts the return of the first two groups in 538 and 458 B.C. These groups were called to rebuild the temple. The third group, led by the prophet Nehemiah, returned in 444 B.C. to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. The Jews now reestablished in their homeland still faced hardship, deprivation, and insecurity. But under the leadership of Ezra and Nehemiah, they experienced a revival founded on the return to the law. As a result, the distinguished attributes of the Jews would no longer be temple worship, but rather adherence to God's word. So if we go and look in Ezra, or not Ezra, in Nehemiah 8, at the very beginning it says, when the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled in their towns, all the people came together as one in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra, the teacher of the law, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. So on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of the men, women, and others who could understand. All the people listened attentively to the book of the law. And then it continues to go on and talk about how, uh, as he read, he asked the people not to mourn, not to weep, but to rejoice because the Lord was bringing them out of their exile, that it was a holy day. And so uh, the people listened and went out and celebrated, but they they continued on. They they didn't just do this one day. They did it multiple days, proclaiming God's word and and listening to it being read and celebrating it. And then um, in chapter nine, it goes on to talk about how the Israelites then went and confessed their sins. Um, It says, they stood in their place and confessed their sins and the sins of their ancestors. They stood where they were and read from the book of the law of the Lord, their God, for another quarter of the day. 
and spent another quarter in confession and in worship of the Lord. So this happened after the temple had already been rebuilt and they were uh, going to start out back in Israel. Like they, they had gotten, they had got there to start rebuilding the wall and starting to reestablish themselves in Israel. Um, I think it's pretty cool how they had a, a roadmap. Uh, they kind of, it's kind of like a roadmap for us now on, on how to act, on how to come before the Lord um, and worshiping Him and studying His Word and having reverence for the law and then in recognizing how holy and wonderful it is and celebrating it and worshiping it, but then at the same time also seeing how imperfect we are and how we fall short of his glory and how we need to be honest about it and confess our sins and also be willing to confess the sins of our ancestors. Um, you know, it talks about the uh, the sin, the iniquities of our fathers being passed down three to four generations Um and sometimes people don't always ask for forgiveness of their sins. And, you know, from that standpoint and thinking it, it would continue, it would be like a, uh, how do I put it, like a mark against against a person. Um, but they, they went and they confessed the sins for themselves. And they also went and confessed the sins of their ancestors because they wanted to be pure and holy in front of God. And then from there, they were able to go forth and finish building their walls, finish putting in the uh, establishing the kingdom and being able to... to uh, stand firm. So if there's something that God's called us to do in our life, if we want to be successful at it like they were, we need to follow their roadmap. We need to um, be in worship of who God is to recognize his holiness to recognize how pure he is, how righteous he is, and to have reverence for the law, the word, to listen to it and to obey it. It, There's parts in scripture where it talks about, you know, God uh, doesn't want sacrifices, he rather obedience. And later in the New Testament, Jesus talks about, uh, if you love me, you will do what I say. Um. So, since we love God, since we want him to work in our life and we want to honor him, we would read his word, we would listen to it, we would celebrate it, 
and we would also recognize the difference in our lives and be willing to sit down and ask for forgiveness, to be humble, to get rid of any pride that we have in ourselves or even in our family name or what our our family's done, recognizing that all of us fall short of the glory of God. And in coming before him, humbling ourselves, asking him to work in our lives, inviting him into it, we're giving him the permission he needs to, because, you know, the Lord's a gentleman. He doesn't force things upon it, as I've heard people say, uh, upon people. But to let him work in our lives. So I I like how God kind of gives us roadmaps like that throughout the Bible. Um, I'll go ahead and go into prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for giving us the example of what Ezra and Nehemiah did uh, and helping bring back the Jews from their exile into Jerusalem and showing us how to start off a project um, or a journey that you've, you call each of us for and how we need to be in worship towards you. We need to be in reverence. We need to follow your word um, and be obedient. And we need to you know, not have any pride in the way and confess our sins and receive your healing power in our lives so that your power can flow through us freely to do the work you've called us. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you help us to understand this and to grasp it and to just live for you. Uh, We thank you for all this and ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Have a great weekend.